folks, welcome back to another episode of 11.0 with E, your podcast channel that talks just about anything under the sun. So I'm not sure if I mentioned this anywhere in the previous episodes of my channel, but I'm also a pageant fan myself. As with many of you, I've been wondering as well about whether Miss Universe Philippines will push through this year given the pandemic. And people, as you might have seen in the pageant community, I guess I've been looking forward to seeing, you know, the improvements of the delegates. Hot picks have been thrown here and there. I'm pretty sure you've seen hot picks by Missology. I'm pretty sure you guys have your own picks. But today, now actually yesterday afternoon, we got a glimpse at probably a major deciding factor, a deal breaker if you will. I'm talking about Q&A. The question and answer portion is probably the part of every pageant that makes all pageant fanatics hold their breaths. So today, we've seen a lot of videos. Again, not today, but yesterday afternoon, we saw those videos that gave us a glimpse at the girls' public speaking skills. And everybody probably shuffled their hot picks after watching those videos. I'd say a lot of girls surprised us. And some delivered as expected, especially those who are front runners. I don't know about you, but I place high value on public speaking skills more than swimsuit and evening gown, but that's just me. Um, you may place value more on swimsuit and evening gown, it's up to you, but to me, it's Q&A over other segments. But again, that's just me. So, as I was saying, we've seen a lot of videos on YouTube that gave us a glimpse at their public speaking skills. Um, suffice to say, as a Filipino and a pageant fan myself, I want to say that I'm very proud of this batch. It's totally different. I mean, we saw a lot of girls who are really good in public speaking, and I personally think that they all did a great job. But ultimately, it all boils down to one crown. So let's see who's going to catch that crown. So here we are trying to predict again who the eventual winner will be of the first ever Miss Universe Philippines under a new management. Thank you so much, Sham C. Soup Soup, for giving us a new taste, a new flavor of this annual pageant. I'm pretty sure you guys are very much surprised by, you know, all the new elements included in this Miss Universe Philippines. So before I go to my hot picks, I want to talk a little bit about how the pageant fans reacted to the prelim interviews primarily on twitter because yesterday we tweeted something we said we are currently recording an episode about miss universe philippines 2020 closed door interview and we are seeing a lot of miss cavite and michelle gumabao and we asked you guys to send us or reply your last two standing women based on their interview and we'll feature your picks here on the channel. So we got a few, actually. I got one, Dionysus30. It says, Miss Bohol and Miss Quezon City, Michelle Gumabao, they eat microphones for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, if those videos say anything, I guess that sums it up. They indeed eat microphones for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so to speak. I got another one just to bag my tanong, please. He says, or she says, Miss Paranyaka and Michelle Gumabao, they don't just articulate. They articulate with substance. Substance equals crown. Hashtag Miss Universe Philippines 2020. 
She also added it can also be Miss Cavite and Michelle Gumabao, Miss Quezon City. They too don't just talk. They talk with substance. Miss Universe Philippines 2020. And the last one we want to feature is that of uh how do you read this? Um Sagittarius Leo. He says last two standing should be Miss Paranaque and Miss Quezon City, Michelle Gumabao. Where then na sina Miss Cavite and Miss Paranaque. Hashtag Miss Universe Philippines 2020. Thank you so much for the pics that you have sent us on DM and on replies. That's really highly appreciated. So yeah, yesterday I think Miss Cavite and Quezon City, Michelle Gumabo really trended on Twitter. I think it's fair to say that we saw great potential from these delegates and I'm pretty sure as I was saying earlier, a lot of us shuffled our hot picks i won't deny there are girls that really moved down and some moved up in my list so i'm pretty sure you have done the same so let's see for me i try to look at the prelim interviews on two elements one substance with impact and the second one is articulation so i want to focus on substance and, and articulation because well as a communication professional yes That's my profession outside podcasting. Anyway, from a communication lens, articulating your thoughts alone will not suffice. It's like saying I can't speak English, but the content of your message lacks meat. So I guess substance is there to solidify the articulation of your thoughts. But it's not just substance alone. Take note. We need to couple substance with impact. Because I think that an answer could have substance because it could be well substantiated that will make it look or sound solid. But without impact, it won't mean anything. And that makes substance with impact and articulation a deadly combination. So let's see if, you know, you guys also apply the same sort of, you know, criteria Uh, in in judging your hot picks. But to me, those are the two elements that I considered in judging the preliminary interviews that we saw yesterday. And so here are the delegates who I think will make it the top five based on the interview alone. And my picks are in no particular order. I'm pretty sure you have your own picks and I can't wait to hear your own picks as well. So comment down in the comment section if you have the same picks as mine. If not, just comment them down. Let's see. What we have in common so again this is in no particular order i got first on the list is cousin city of course michelle gumaba michelle personally is i guess an open book maybe because we know her already as a volleyball player i myself is a volleyball fan as well and i know that they are arch rival of ateneo where i graduated so yes i know michelle from a volleyball fan perspective And so people uh, who are into volleyball uh, or people who know her kind of expect it from her already. And that expectation sort of entices us to allow her to talk more. I guess that's just how I see it. But Michelle is very quick-witted. May I just say that? He, he, she is quick-witted. Under the highlights of her prelim interviews, I actually got to. Um, under the question of the pandemic lessons, you know, the lesson that she learned during pandemic, I like that she mentioned, you know, to be generous. She says, to be generous not only with my words, 
by checking up on people, but also with my time. I think that is very introspective of her, pretty much. Um, I like that part. And again, she was quick to answer those questions. But the color, on a question, color of a phenomenal woman, I really, really loved her answer here. Green as the color of the champions. Tumatak sa akin yung sagot na yan. Because not only was it impactful, or I guess what I'm trying to say is, it was impactful because I have sort of a personal knowledge about her university journey as a volleyball player because I followed her journey because um, as I was saying, I am a volleyball fan as well. So yeah, um, I like that he, she placed personal touch in her quest, in her answers. So that's Michelle Gumabo for you. The other one that I have on the list, making it to my top five, would be Pasay. Uh... Pasay, Pasay, Pasay. She surprised me, actually. She wasn't on my list. But after hearing her preliminary interview, I I did tell myself, you cannot sleep on this girl. She's on fire. The way she questioned the answers with sincerity, she was also sort of quick to answer the questions as well. So I really love that. So let's try to go into the highlights of her performance. The first question that was thrown to her was a word in her language and she said salamat you know one thing that i noticed about this question is majority of the girls said guapa or maganda and it's rare to actually get answers from girls that are outside that guapa word and so when i heard pasai say her said her favorite word is salamat i thought oh that's new and the way she defended or sort of substantiated why that's her favorite word was very introspective she said salamat is one of the most beautiful words that i guess is not often said to a lot of people we fail to appreciate the people around us it's important that we learn how to appreciate people i i really love that part it's very introspective also looking into the social you know social strata if you will now um another part that i really loved in her performance is the question if you win mup miss universe philippines how will you help community and she said starting conversations she said if i win i will continue to thrive to tell them about starting conversations because right now as miss universe we always want to start becoming a spokesperson, but we forget that they also have a voice. They want to tell us something and we want to experience it firsthand. It's important that we start to become conversationalists. And I want to expand the platform from just becoming a spokesperson. I want to start conversations where and these people will be able to talk about their struggles because it's important that we live in a reality where we will be able to see and feel their pains. Pardon my stuttering. Or stammering at that but i really love that answer it's so deep because true enough if you're a beauty queen you are expected to always do the talking and people are just there to listen to you with her answer it somehow opened up a new perspective it's like saying hey yes we are a spokesperson but i don't want to limit my role 
by just me talking. I want to have real conversation with the people that I will be dealing with in the future. And the only way to do that is we allow that is if we allow them to talk as well. So it's like her telling that, hey, if I become Miss Universe Philippines, I'm not going to be the only one who's going to do the talking. I'm going to give, you know, those people who I wanted to talk to the platform to also talk. Because according to her, that's how you start conversations. And I really love that. It, it's very pragmatic to begin with. Let's go to the, another highlight of her performance. When she, she answered the question, color of a phenomenal woman. I really loved it when she said, whatever you feel you are most confident about, confidence is the color that makes you proud of who you are. Really love that. Really love that. It's totally different because majority of the girls answered, you know, yellow, red, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I found her answer really out of the ordinary in the in, in the sense that she didn't pick a color. Rather, she tried to romanticize or um, sort of um, dramatize the answer. And I really love that. She knows how to dramatize her answer. Next up on her performance highlight would be local products, you know, about local products that she'd like to promote. And she said, I like that she mentioned um, experiential tourism. I think this answer sets her apart from the usual answers that are heavily concentrated in products, like whereas other girls talked about products coming from their provinces and there's nothing wrong with that that's absolutely fine but to me it's just unique and refreshing to hear answers like this coming from Pasay saying experiential tourism experiential tourism is pretty much you experiencing what the region or the city is offering uh, for you to experience be it the mall be it Whatever it is that you may enjoy doing in that particular place, not just referring to the product or services or what have you. And I really love that her answers set her apart from the competition. So yeah, that's Pasay for you. Another one on my list who I think will make it to top five if we are to base it on uh, Q&A alone in that preliminary interview would be Bohol. Bohol really answered great. She was able to deliver with substance, but I thought she's very transactional. That's my only thing about there. You know, she was able to deliver. She was quick-witted, but the way she delivered it was kind of transactional. What do I mean by that? It's not pageant-ish. It's not rehearsed, but again, not not pageant-ish, not rehearsed, but somehow she comes off answering the question for the sake of answering it. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that she's there to convince the judges, to say to the judges that, hey, I am the next Miss Universe, not just Miss Universe Philippines, but I will be the next Miss Universe. I'm pretty sure that's in her agenda. But when I listen to her, she's really good. She articulated well, but the delivery is kind of off to me because it's very transactional. It's like, yeah, I'm here to answer your question. But really, I know deep inside, She's there with a mission. That's just about it. But nonetheless, she was great. She answered the questions greatly as well. So here are maybe a few answers that I really thought made her a standout. The word, uh, when she was asked of her favorite word in her native language. Um, again, the same with Pasai. I like that she took a different route of not just answering guapa 
she actually chose the word pohon. You know, as as a bisaya, I know what pohon is. It means hopefully or soon in the future. At least that's how you loosely translate in English. I really love that. It, it veers away from the usual maganda, what have you. Although, I'm not really sure if the girls understood that question well. Because somehow, I got the impression that maybe they thought the question was, what does beautiful mean in your language? Or what word is beautiful in your language? And they answered maganda. Or guapa. I'm not sure, but that's just me. I'm pretty sure um, that's just my hallucination. But anyway, so I love that part of, uh, you know, that answer from Buhal. I also loved her answer when she was asked about lessons from uh, the pandemic. I'm going to read to you what she said. I'm hoping that I transcribe it right. She said, quote, how interconnected everything really is. Ah, that is so refreshing. I really loved it that she took an existentialist route in answering the questions. Um, existentialism is pretty much talking about your existence while you're here. It's a philosophical premise. You can read about it to know more about it. But yes, I was saying while others resorted to questions like patience or to answers like patience, self-appreciation, Buhal gave us a philosophical answer by saying everything is interconnected. And it's not every day that you hear people try to look at existence in relationship with the rest of the things around you normally it's just about you and your people you know other people but this time around with Buhol's answer she tried to connect a human being with his or her environment that's what makes it existentialist i think the ability to answer outside you know this so-called predefined and expected message will play a vital role in a job that requires every bit of oneself as Miss Universe and Miss Universe Philippines. And I guess that is a potential that Miss Boal well, inherently has. And she could leverage that potential, really. I'd love to see her as Miss Universe Philippines as well. Who knows, right? May the odds be in her favor. Now, the next girl on the list is Cavite. She blew me away the moment she opened her mouth. She just exuded confidence in every turn, every word she speaks, and in every gesture. Here's uh, when I started, or when she started talking, I thought, All right, here is a delegate who knows herself so well and is unapologetically her. You know, the moment she said, I'm bisexual and I'm proud to be here, I was like, at a girl. That's my girl. She was really, really precise. She came not to play. She came to own the game. I really love that. She was very quick-witted as well. Let's try to go through, you know, the highlights of her interview performance. Best word, uh, or the word in her local language that she loved the most, and she said, Kamusta, and she articulated it so well. Again, it's not the usual maganda, guapo, or what have you, but she said, Kamusta. She says, quote, it shows concern. It shows that you really want to know something about a person, especially how the person is. 
I'm sorry about the background noise. <laughs> so yeah, especially about how the person is, and usually the reply is also kamusta. It reciprocates. The care is there. It is a legit communication between two people, and she couldn't be wrong. She said that so right. She was so right with her answer. Now the next one, she said lesson during pandemic, or the next answer that she was asked was lessons during pandemic and she said that we have to ask for help that there should be no shame in asking for help again that's very existential you know it's very philosophical it it makes you want to look inside you as well and you know when she opened her mouth and started talking about answering this question said that we have to ask for help it made me realize well like yeah when was the last time they actually admitted that i need help And then she said that there should be no shame in asking for help. A lot of memories. I had a little trip down the memory, down the memory lane, um, you know, reminiscing those past events in my life where I needed help, but I, you know, did not, you know, do so because I feel like uh, that would be too shameless. But anyway, so yeah, I, I really love that. Um... I also saw her charm. I really loved it when she answered the question about color of a phenomenal woman. She said, Chartouse, is that is that how you pronounce it? I'm not really sure. And then she said, green na lang. <laughs> that was funny. It shows her charm. She can mesmerize you with, a word, with her words. That's all I have to say. And another thing that I love about her um, is the performance, or when she answered a question about local product, she said, Filipino food. is very diverse but it's not really well known i really love that she has a touch of reality she knows the issue and she wants to talk about it and i really love that because indeed filipino food is somehow undermined we always want to go chinese food vietnamese food korean food samgyup you know but nothing much about filipino food so i guess Time is ripe enough to actually front load Filipino food out there. And again, I'm so sorry about a background noise. My neighbors are my neighbors are doing something, for God's sake. Anyway, on to the next highlight of her performance. Talk about young people that should focus on. She said, quote, focus on being more self-aware. They have been looking outside through their phones, comparing themselves with other people when in fact they have not really looked inside yet. They haven't observed and appreciated their strengths, their powers, their weaknesses, things they have to improve on. They've been so focused on molding themselves into packages of beauty and standards and hypes. She's very existential as well in answering this question. I really particularly loved it when she said they've been so focused on molding themselves into packages of beauty and standards and hypes. Girl, your social issues awareness is on point. I really love that. So that's Kavita for you. And the next girl, the last girl that made it to my top five, at least based on the prelim interview, is Paranaque City. Isabella Ismael. Girl, you guys, I'm not sure if it's just me, but Paranaque is giving me an Alta vibe. You know, Alta. vibe altas of manila i don't know about you but she talks with grace while being conversational at the same time sometimes it's hard to pull off sometimes you can be graceful but not as conversational 
oftentimes you're conversational but you come off not graceful Bella simply has this power to draw you into her you know the way she answers the questions makes you want to lean in and listen more like come on tell me more Bella of course we're just 30 seconds to answer the questions but really she's very quick-witted as well so let's go to the highlights of her prelim interviews beautiful word again she gave a different answer than the usual she said kilig she said this is something that we can't really explain in english there's similar word it's called giddy but there's no explanation or feeling like kilig indeed that's true that couldn't be more truer or that couldn't be truer lesson learned from pandemic she said connect with myself i think that's very existential as well i really love that and then the platform to help you know how she will use the platform should she win Miss Universe Philippines and she answered passionate about mental health community you guys I don't know about you but I'm also passionate about mental health I think everybody went through something you know mental fatigues maybe what have you at some point in their lives and it's important that we talk about it publicly so yeah skills in a new normal I really loved it when she said knowing how to rest and take break breaks That's very pragmatic to me and very relatable to many as well, especially the young professionals, like people who are working in a corporate world. Sometimes we forget that we are also human. Sometimes we value our works more than ourselves. And that's, that really sucks. But that answer really took me aback and said, yeah, indeed, I need to take a rest and you know, take breaks as well. Again, I'm so sorry about the background noise. Um, but yes. Um, another thing that I liked about it, about her, oh yeah, I think that's about it. That, that, that's the performance highlights that I love about Paraniake uh, Isabella Ismael. So yes, personally, if we are to base it on this interview alone, I think the crown is between Cavite and Paraniake. At least that's my last two women standing. Not only are they quick with it, Not only are they conversational, not only are, are they articulate, but they also spoke with impactful substance. And I really love that. So yeah, that's my personal top five picks based on the interview. Do let me know your own picks. Let's wish the delegates well. Let's pray for their safety and let's pray that they deliver with their utmost best, especially, especially in the upcoming finals. But as early as now, I want to say these delegates are crown worthy. All of them, any of them could represent us at the Miss Universe stage. At this point, it's still anybody's ball game. So may the best Filipino win. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for spending another 11 minutes. Actually, not 11, about 27 minutes with me. Once again, this is 11-0 with E. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.